This past weekend, just in time for Valentine's Day, I allowed myself, and I'll explain in a moment what I mean by allowed and how I made that decision, the most exquisite, full <laughs> spa day at the Ritz-Carlton in Laguna Niguel, and it was one of, absolutely, the breakthrough moments possibly in my life, you guys. I know that's a lot to ask for from a spa day, but a lot of things came through and came up and were released, and that's in part because I follow a specific process when I choose to treat myself with these days, and it's not to justify them, but it's certainly to make the most of them. So today, we're going to be talking about how to create an intense and extraordinary and exquisite inside and out transformation through a day at the spa. Well, hello, gorgeous one. Welcome to Bombshell Radio. Here, we combine pleasure and purpose to liberate women into their divine assignment of being the fullest expression of fierce femininity. My name is Jackie Lacroix. I believe that pleasure is a life force, beauty is for you, and your sexual design is the key to your greatest fulfillment and calling. I'm the author of the best-selling book, The Bombshell Manifesto, and I've mentored women in body, beauty, business, and intimacy with God, themselves, and men for over 10 years. Each week, you'll receive a different edition of Bombshell Radio focusing on one of these areas, all designed to inspire you and help you optimize every area of your feminine design so that you can live your biggest, most beautiful life. If you've been longing for a place where you can merge your spirituality and your sexuality and enter a conversation that honors your body, your beauty, your business savvy, and your faith, welcome home. Let's get started. This all began earlier this year when I had the thought cross my mind as I was thinking through my desires and desired experiences for the year that it would just be divine <laughs> to spend a day at or at least a few hours at the spa at the Ritz-Carlton Laguna Niguel. This is a stunning hotel overlooking the California coast, and I've been there many times, but I've never visited the spa, and I love spas, and I love Ritzes, and so you'd think that I would go ahead and participate in that combination, but at the time I had the thought, while it occurred to me that I would love to do it before my upcoming trip to Paris to get myself back into receiving energy after a few major shifts that happened early in January that I'll be talking about in a different podcast you can look for called The Provision Wound. I knew I needed something to shift me back into feminine energy, and yet this felt so decadent, so extravagant that I thought, well, you know, I have a few launches, a few product releases that are coming throughout February and March. I'll just wait until after they happen, and then I will choose to treat myself in this way. How many of you have done that? <laughs> Completely, you know, we've all done that, right? And yet I also knew in my spirit that what would best prepare me for heading into those launches, particularly on the topics that I teach on, was to be softened into this receiving state and out of the kind of, you know, th what I'll talk about in the other podcast, but a little bit of state of fearfulness and even kind of quietly being too shut down to open in the ways that I normally love to be able to. So I knew that it was in my best interest to do this before Paris and even before my launches, and yet I, of course, had the logical decision at the time that that was not responsible and I was going to wait. So the next thing that happened was one of my favorite girlfriends contacted me and said, hey, you know, this other person has invited me to stay at the Ritz for the weekend and cover all of the expenses and to, you know, enjoy ourselves and have a girlfriend come with me as well. And I thought, oh my gosh, Lord, that is just so kind of you to find a way for me to have exactly what my desire is at the time that I most desire it and kind of have a nudge of someone making me do it now and even, you know, all expenses paid. Absolutely. Sure. So of course I called the Ritz. I booked a full day of treatments and then this other person backed out right? 
how many of you have been there? So I thought, okay, well, I have 24 hours for the cancellation policy. I'll feel into it. I'll see what happens. I'll consider my current client work, et cetera. And I'll decide if I want to go through with it on my own or if I want to cancel, you know, more than a day before so that they're honored in their time. And that'll give me time to figure out what feels most aligned. And of course, what felt most aligned <laughs> was to go through with it. But I was also thinking, you know, this is, this is no small treat at all. And, and yet it felt like the aligned thing to do. I don't know how else to explain it. It was more than a desire, more than a whim, more than it would be nice. It felt like something that was going to set me up to be most in alignment with the very large things I have coming over the next couple months. So I decided to go ahead and go through with it. And as God doesn't always, but frequently does do, a wonderful amount of cash came in. In fact, a monthly recurring amount, um, literally the day or two after I made that decision, as well as a few other decisions, which I'll discuss in other podcasts about receiving support. And so when I trusted in faith to make the decisions that aligned with what I knew I needed to allow myself to step into the next level, as soon as I made the decisions and I was firm that I was going to do them, therein came all of the provision as, as God does. And as I'll discuss in the provision podcast shortly forthcoming. So I'd made the decision I was going to go and the rest of this, I will share with you guys of how I then decided to allow myself to maximize this time. Now I've done this in short spurts with other experiences, you know, half days at a spa or going with girlfriends or just going to the local massage envy to get a massage. But I really felt in my spirit that there was something here for me, even though I had no idea what it was. And this is how I set up the day and even the days preceding to ensure that I was going to be able to get the most out of this. Now, as you're listening to this, if you're inspired to book yourself a spa day, wonderful. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm hoping to inspire and encourage you to do what feels aligned with you. But one of your defaults that I'm going to ask you to watch for may be to invite a girlfriend to go with you. Now, I have no problem with that. I have had magnificent spa experiences with beautiful breakthroughs with other women attending with me. However, in those containers even, there was a very verbally directly articulated boundary essentially that we were going to allow each other the space to really receive personally and privately and not turn it into an all day gab fest while we were receiving services or hanging out in the, the lounges, etc. So if you choose to participate in something like this with a friend, I want to encourage you to one, not pick the friend who maybe she's confident, maybe you feel more comfortable in luxurious spaces when she's with you because she's a big personality and she talks or whatever, but she tends to turn, you know, your hangouts together into personal life coaching for her or, you know, therapy session for her. This, I... I mean, I'm not going to insist because it's you and you get to do what you want, but I implore you to protect this time as sacred. We're setting you up for a beautiful container to receive divine guidance and downloads and literally an identity transformation. And I just find that you cannot do that when another woman's energy and another woman's words and another woman's life situations and another woman's baggage and another woman's everything is overtaking the space. So if you choose to go with someone, I encourage you to very clearly in actual words, possibly even in text, okay, let her know that you're so excited for this opportunity and you definitely want to ensure that you have an hour or two of just quiet reflection time for yourself and you also can't wait to share afterward how the experience was for each of you. Okay, got it? We in agreement? <laughs> because so often as women, when we have the opportunity to treat ourselves or to experience some kind of next level of pleasure or of luxury or of experience of any kind out of an insecurity, out of a broken identity that we can't handle it, we don't deserve it, we don't know what we're doing, oh my gosh, I'm kind of nervous, whatever. We want to bring in a wing woman and unless well-chosen and well-boundaried and well-articulated in those boundaries, that can completely consume the point of the experience, okay? You can take a walk with her. You can go to coffee with her, et cetera. If you're going to be going to 
a luxury spa experience, <laughs> I would love for you to get more than just a fun girlfriend connection from it. Again, that's beautiful, but for our purposes here today on this podcast, I'm describing how to have an intense transformation, and it's very difficult to do that when you feel at least socially responsible to share in someone else's energy through conversations and making sure they're okay and they're enjoying themselves and that their service go well, etc. This day is for you. So that decision already having been made, how do you prepare yourself first before you go for this to be ideal? Then what do you do and not do while you're there to allow it to be deep, allow it to be intense, allow the transformation to have time to actually occur? And then what do you do afterward to anchor in whatever new level, new you, next iteration of what's coming for you came through for you during that time? That's what we're going to walk into now, okay? So first, out of the way, this is for you. And if you choose to be joined by someone extremely strong verbally, you know, expressed boundaries around the fact that there will still be a lot of alone solo time, okay? So leading up to this, one, I like to book some experiences, if not all experiences, that I know I'm going to like. Right. So if I am not going for a true next level in aesthetics or beauty, in which case maybe I'm taking a risk and trying a new service, trying a new procedure, if I'm going in for a spiritual transformation, but of course I also want my body and my appearance to be tended to, I'm kind of going to stick with what I know. Okay. So as I'm looking at the menu of services, etc., I'm going to choose things that Jackie already flourishes with. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to try like the new laser light chemical peel, something, something, and, and, you know, possibly have a negative experience or be a little too panicked or whatever. I'm going in with things that I know from experience already work really well for me and serve me. Okay. So that's priority one again, because I'm not experimenting. If I were to be experimenting with aesthetics or cosmetics in some way, obviously I would go in with a different goal and I'd be reading up more on the medical side effects and all of that. I wouldn't be going in expecting a spiritual transformation. When my emphasis is on my spirit, my bodily choices are going to be based on what I already know is a great choice for me. And I'm not just going to choose things that work well for me. I'm actually going to order them in a way that allows for the greatest opening. Okay. So the three magnificent treatments that I chose for this beautiful day at the Ritz were a massage, a facial, and a pedicure. And they all had very fancy names <laughs> because they were all Valentine's Day themed and love oriented and included, you know, crystals and whatever beautiful peach and rose scented, all the things, right? It was beautiful. But I also ordered them in a way that I knew would serve me, right? So with the emphasis and the goal on spiritual transformation, one of the things that you may already know, you may not yet know, you're about to know, is that when, especially as a woman, you guys know I teach sexual design all the time, and sexual design does not have anything necessarily to do with the act of having sex. It simply means that as a woman, you create life through opening, which means your default defense will be to either open in flawed, unsafe, unhealthy ways, or to stay closed off in all the different ways that closing off can look. So if my goal is to get to an openness of spirit that can receive guidance from God that might be new or uncomfortable to me, I'm going to go through my body and I'm going to find ways to get my body's defenses to soften so that my spirit can be most receptive. Because if my body is tense and restricted and contracted, again, that's why I'm not choosing scary new laser, you know, things that I'm not yet familiar with. I'm picking the things that I already know relax me, that I already feel safe in, that my body already flourishes and thrives in, right? So I started the day with that intention with a massage, right? And, and most massages start face down. <laughs> so literally starting in the most receptive, sleepy, even, you know, most relaxing position possible rather than going maybe first into a facial or into a manicure and pedicure, which can be much more social, right? Because you're not face down on a table, you're face up or even sitting up talking to or able to talk to the provider. I needed to mark the beginning of the day by checking out from social norms, <laughs> as intense as that may sound, right? And I needed my body's natural 
sweet, nice girl, you know, servant oriented position to be broken down into now it is time to receive and being face down on a massage table with someone else taking care of any tensions that I may literally physically have is a fantastic way to begin a day of opening. Okay. So we started at 9am and again, you know, I've interacted with the, the front desk obviously as I checked in, but then it was basically right into quiet and right into a first treatment of not really socially engaging. And that set the tone for my day. So in the same way that I've just encouraged you to not bring your chattiest girlfriend with you, I'm encouraging you to begin your day at the spa with a marker that shows your mind, your heart, and your body that this is sacred time and it's for you. And if you like massages, if you're open to massages, I could not recommend them more. I am a huge fan of, if nothing else, just training yourself to receive physical touch without offering anything in return. Hashtag intimacy tip. There it is, right? Massages are such a phenomenal way to literally have someone else work through your physically manifested defenses until your whole body and therefore your spirit are soft. So that's how my day began with what they called the healing heart massage. It was beautiful. They placed a little rose quartz crystal on my heart during the second half while I was face up. I personally don't think that crystals have any superpowers, but it was a lovely way to just mark the intention of receiving love, opening to love, refocusing again on self-love. So that's how the day began. Phenomenal provider, of course. Thank goodness it's the Ritz. I will tell you, Another part of this is even though you're opening, even though you're softening, even though you're letting someone else do the work for you and guide you and you're receiving it, that doesn't mean you lose your voice, okay? Now, this provider was exceptional. She made sure beforehand that she told me, you know, that if I wanted heavier pressure or lighter pressure or something different as she went along to tell her, and a lot of providers will tell you that when they're giving you a massage, you know, please let me know, you know, to adjust the pressure as we go. But how many of you, and not necessarily just in a massage context, but have had someone invite you to speak up for yourself and then have still felt reluctant to do so, right? So at certain points, I did want her to be a little firmer. At other points, I wanted her to be a little softer because I was sore there, right? And so even though I was receiving and softened, that didn't mean I turned off my ability to ask for what I wanted and needed. And obviously I asked for it politely. I wasn't saying what the heck is wrong with you. You know, it was, um, it was a beautiful, elegant exchange and it worked best for all of us because she wanted me to have a wonderful experience. I wanted to have a wonderful experience and I can soften and speak up at the same time, which again, this is such great practice for intimacy, ladies. I'm just saying. So that's how the entire day began having my voice, but also not actively being social, right? Being in total quiet receiving mode, but that doesn't mean that my ability to speak up for what I needed was turned off on mute, okay? So that was treatment one, an incredible start to the day to mark for myself that today was about receiving. Now they had beautiful little lockers, chandeliers everywhere, and I had everything in the locker except my phone because I did want to take little video clips to show you guys And just to anchor for myself, as I'll talk at the end about what this experience was. Now, this is a huge boundary opportunity for you, okay? Because I knew I wanted to do this. I knew I wanted to document things with my phone, which is also the camera. But what else does my phone have? (laughs) My phone has emails. My phone has texts. My phone has Slack. My phone has Instagram. My phone has Voxer, right? All of the ways that people can ping me to check in or to ask for something or to give me an update or to whatever. Now you can choose to put your phone on airplane mode and the camera still works. You can choose to put it on do not disturb. I actually have pretty high levels of self-control with my phone, thank God. So I just didn't check things that I didn't want to check. (laughs) And if they happened to ping, I lovingly swiped up and ignored them (laughs) and told myself I will deal with that either this evening or tomorrow, but not right now. So It's up to you if you want to keep your phone with you so you can document the experience or so you can maybe, maybe that's where your journal is and you write notes or thoughts that come to you on that because as I'll explain in a moment, that's a huge part of this. 
or if you just don't think you have the self-control to not be pulled into the stress vortex of everyone's notifications, then lock it up, <laughs> right? This is absolutely about knowing yourself. But this container that you're creating for its intensity and opportunity to not be wasted, I really implore you to not allow any of life's little notifications, not like, you know, your child is being rushed to the hospital and you need to leave, but the insignificant, not really that urgent things that can be dealt with in a couple hours or the next day or on Monday, let them go, right? Because if you allow yourself to be pulled into the back and forth of a text chain or an email chain or wherever you receive notifications and are moving various projects forward, you'll lose the sacred energy. Your body will tense back up. It'll get back into fight or flight, figure out problem solver mode. And the point of the spiritual transformation we're trying to have in this moment requires a softening, absolutely demands the softening so that the feminine can open and you can hear whatever God wants you to hear. You can hear what your heart's trying to tell. You can hear what you actually do or don't want to do in life. The level of clarity that we're seeking to have during this beautiful physical and sensory experience can and will be blocked by notifications pulling you back into go, go, go hustle energy if you let it. So know yourself, put away your phone or keep your phone on do not disturb or on airplane or just, you know, like me, <laughs> you'd be like, yep, talk to you later. <laughs> All right. So after this beautiful massage with my very well-managed phone in hand, the next step was a facial, which again, I chose something that was not full of wild, new, dramatic procedures that I'd never experienced before. I did something that was, it was also their special. It was a beautiful love oriented. They used a, a rose quartz gua sha. I think that I pronounced that correctly. Those beautiful face shaping, face massaging stones. Everything that she used, I was used to. I mean, the products were slightly new and it was lovely, but it was nothing out of the norm, right? We weren't going for intensive chemical peels or, you know, microcurrents or anything like that. So incredibly relaxing. Again, permission to speak up and say what you need, but not needing to socially engage. And God bless this woman. She didn't try to have a conversation. She let me just completely relax. And that's the point, right? When you walk into one of these beautiful high-end spaces, most likely, if they're good at their job, they've got music playing. They've got the sound of a water fountain or a waterfall. They've got the scents in the air. There's steam coming from the showers or from the steam room. You are in a space that is most likely not like your own home, right? There are fresh towels around every corner, perfectly folded. There are fruit-infused waters and teas around every countertop, right? It's designed to take you out of your norm in the same way that I talk about Paris or any of the other environments you can place yourself in. When you take yourself out of the environment that constantly reminds you of your daily tasks and your normal habits and your normal routines and you put yourself somewhere where those triggers and things are not there, which they won't be if you attend to your phone well, <laughs> right? If you, if you sufficiently ignore your phone, then that's exactly the experience you can create. And while I actually prefer spas with windows, this one did not really have any once you got back into the back rooms. It's, it's kind of exquisite to be in a space where you don't even have the distractions of people walking by outside or the changing of the weather even. You're truly in, it's almost a womb-like experience. It's something that wraps all around you and you should feel like you have no cares in the world. Now, you may have done a great job putting your phone away, but the next thing you're going to have to do is manage your mind, right? Because if you are everybody's go-to or the good girl who lives to do what everybody else tells her to do, even if you have your phone turned off, it may be tempting to think through your tasks and organize and prioritize and figure out how you're going to manage that project. And again, that's easy to do, but that's not the point of our time here right? And to get the greatest effect and impact from this investment that you've made from this transformational time that you've decided to give yourself, I want to encourage you to ignore project management in your mind and instead do some of the deeper soul questioning if you need to, or just being, right? It can be beautiful to have a few guided questions to ask yourself in between the moments of your treatments where you're in the lounge and you're sipping a tea and you're 
legs are outstretched in your robe and you've got your journal with you, but you also don't have to have a guided anything. It's just a permission to allow whatever has been hiding in your heart and your soul pushed down by the urgent and the tasks and the notifications and the dings and the other people needing things to say, what's here? Am I happy? Am I well? Am I worried? Am I sad? Am I scared? How am I feeling about my life right now? Now, one of the questions or intentions that I do love to go into these days with and that I invite you to take and use is to ask God, what do you have for me here? Lord, what do you want me to know during this time today? What transformation do you want me to have? And if you don't want to put mental pressure on yourself, you don't even have to phrase it as a question, which then kind of gets your brain to be looking for an answer. You can just simply say, Father, I am so open and I receive whatever you want this time to be for me. Let come through whatever you want to come through. If it's just pure relaxation and refreshment, then let it be that. If there's some breakthrough or awakening you want for me, I'm open for that too, Lord. You're just turning the time over for him, which you might not think to do when you go to the spa, right? You might think this is, you know, frivolous or extravagant or luxurious or girly or, you know, you might not connect it to God. But the truth is when you shut out temporarily, quote unquote, normal, hectic life, and you use the tool of your feminine body to open and to receive and to soften, your soul and spirit is going to be able to speak to you more loudly than it probably has any other time in your life and day to do. So attend to it. Listen for it. Be open to it. And understand that that's one of, if I, in my personal opinion, the most valuable thing you can do in this time. Yes, working tension and knots out of your back is great for your health. And yes, having an esthetician who's deeply skilled look over your whole face and give you the treatments that it requires is a wonderful way to step forward in your beauty and body care. But my goodness, the soul awakenings and the ability to have time to listen to yourself and to just be in community with God, with all of the walls around you closed and the music playing, it's incredible. And that then leads to one of the things I next chose, I will say, I did go up and get a pedicure, <laughs> which they had in a salon in a different part of the hotel. And, you know, in the nature of continuing the energy I had entered into of receiving, I wasn't quite clear on how to get there. And so they offered to have someone escort me from the salon to the, excuse me, from the spa to the salon, which might sound, you know, either a little infantile, like couldn't I have asked for directions and figured it out myself? Couldn't I just have guessed and wandered? But I really wanted to make sure that I did not switch into figure it out mode. You guys know what I'm talking about? Like the mom who makes sure everything happens for everyone else, the wife who orchestrates everybody's schedule, the professional woman who makes sure everything is done on time. It's a mode, right? Like I talked about a moment ago. So even though, yes, of course, I could have just wandered out into the hallway and looked around and tried to figure things out, allowing someone to escort me kept my brain from turning on that problem-solving factor and kept me in the soft receiving side. So that's exactly what I did. And this wonderful, beautiful woman walked me from the spa to the salon. And then later on, when we were complete there, I did know the path back. And so I didn't have to think and was able to stay in this energy. Now, here's the next piece. When I returned to the spa, I chose to pay at that time because I didn't want to have to really think about it later. I was already dressed, already had my purse with me now. But I went back in, <laughs> okay? And they even commented, I mean, at a phenomenally well-reputed high-end spa that, wow, good for you for going back in and using the steam room and using the sauna because most women don't. Now, look, a lot of people have busy schedules, you know, they come to the spa for the morning, they get their treatment, and then they go home, get dressed and go out for the evening if they've already got plans or something. So obviously you do what works best for you. This isn't a, you know, opportunity to berate yourself. But if you have the option, what this is really about is do you allow yourself to continue the fullness of the experience? Right. This was, you know, a side of the services that I had already paid for, <laughs> for access to the spa for the day. And yet I hadn't had the time to use them. I'd been moving from treatment to treatment and making sure I had water and snacks in between. 
So I got dressed out of my street clothes again, put back on the robe, actually <laughs> barely, <laughs> I actually just took, you know, towels and went into this beautiful steam room and then back and forth to the dry sauna a couple of times. And guys, here's why I want to encourage you to do this because while it's wonderful to have treatments and while I've done everything in my power to encourage you to be in receiving mode, to not be super chatty and social, to allow them to not talk to you <laughs> and to not feel socially pressured like this is awkward, here she is serving me, I should like chatter up I guess so that we can have that female bond and I cannot feel guilty because I'm just sitting here being served, right? Don't do that, right? But nevertheless, there's still another human being there. So I love, as often as I can, to get into a space in the stunning spa environment where I am truly in darn near isolation, okay? And yes, there were quite a few other women coming in and out that day, but there was nevertheless time, and in fact, I don't know that almost anyone used the steam room, quite a few were in the sauna, where I could sit completely by myself without speaking and because of the temperatures in there. <laughs> I think I took my phone in the sauna for like 10 seconds to shoot a little clip, but otherwise with no phone, okay? So no other people, no one to talk to, no felt social pressure to connect or be girlfriends or camaraderie and not even a phone. And so I was sitting there alone in the steam room and that is exactly when the biggest breakthrough I had the entire day happened. Now, previous to entering the steam room, I did need to get my electrolytes <laughs> back up and my salts and sh blood sugars and all the things. So I took the time in their little lounge to have several teas. I actually asked them to bring me a coffee, which they did, even though it wasn't there. Thank you, Ritz, very nice. And fruit and nuts and all the things to make sure that my energy was high enough throughout the day, even though in many ways it was quite a detox day. So I had already done that. And while I was doing that, I had headphones in, earbuds in, and I was listening to a beautiful training that I knew would match the energy that I wanted, okay? So here's a little tip for you. Don't go into this with your favorite high-powered, high-energy, go, 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 hustle, 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 business coach, you know, in your ears while you're trying to be in your feminine and relax and receive divine downloads from God. Okay, it will pull you right out of that ability. But I have a beautiful coach. I have several, but I had the one who is most in this exquisite energy herself and teaching on that exquisite energy. And that, of course, not only kept me in it, but deepened me in it and presented me with a few extremely thought provoking spirit awakening questions that allowed me to investigate what I really wanted and what I really felt called to and what was really blocking me that I refused to acknowledge at a deeper level. Because in this incubator, that's really what this day is about, in this incubator of an experience where I've been shut off from the outside world, I'm not really socializing, I barely have access to my notifications by choice or by setup, I'm, you know, being softened in through my body to my spirit to just quietly resting, accepting, and receiving care, then I can hear clearly. So in this pause between all of the treatments and using the steam room and sauna, I was listening to this beautiful training, journaling through the questions she was posing, and when it felt like a moment to pause, like when, my, when I got to a point in her questioning that I knew my spirit needed to reflect on, right? I couldn't just move on to the next question. I wanted to sit in that one for a minute, and I went into the steam room and had this total isolation and just sat there and talked to God, you know, not out loud, <laughs> although I could have, no one could really see me or anything, no one was there. And that's when the biggest breakthrough came around, honestly, the concept of needing to accept an identity, which I talk about in another podcast you can look for, accepting the identity and what that identity was for me. And I sat there, and in the same way that I've previously told God I accept the assignment, I actually did say out loud, I think, quietly, <laughs> but I accept the identity. I accept the identity. And I went through and described what it was and what I knew it was going to require of me. And I said, yes, Lord, you know, I'm ready. I will do this, right? And in this exquisite steam room, which was white marble and very steamy, <laughs> it felt like a divine God encounter, 
right? I mean, you're you're nude, basically. I mean, it was surprising to me how many women kept some version of a bathing suit or something on underneath. I just, you know, I have a towel. <laughs> I really don't want anything. I mean, it's it's women only, you know. But I don't want anything in between me, like as little as possible. I just want to receive everything that's in the experience for my body to be blessed with, to be cared for by, and for my spirit to almost have less of a physical veil to be able to filter what I'm receiving through. That may sound a little bit high level for some of you, but essentially, I'm not saying I wanted to remove my body from the equation to access and commune more with God more directly, but I didn't want the normal logistics of my body essentially to be in the way so my body was actually a tool and a means and softening and allowed my spirit to open but I didn't want it to block what God wanted to get through to my soul so the more open the more receiving I could do the better and in that room 100% open you know exposed (laughs) not entirely but you know what I'm saying and just completely softened and utterly willing to receive unable to be interrupted by anything or anyone just facing myself and the truth and what God was saying that I could no longer run for or ignore that is the power the potency and the point of these kinds of extraordinary spa days if you allow them to be You know, if you're in there chatting with girlfriends and checking your phone, it'll be a fun physical experience. But I was looking for a spiritual transcendent experience, right? And I got one because of how I'm describing to you guys that I set it up, okay? Now, all of this, right? So I allowed myself to stay in that, going back and forth between the steam rooms and the sauna, as long as essentially my spirit needed to process the breakthrough that had just come through, okay? So by now we're at 3.30, 4 o'clock. They do close at 5, <laughs> right? So I'm allowing myself to have all of that time, not allowing anything in my, my mind's story to say, you know, you've really had enough or like every other woman who was here earlier has already left and you're still here and the same staff are saying hi as they pass again. Don't you feel a little awkward? No, not allowing any of that, right? Which is part of the value of putting money on the table, right? You're like, I will get what I came for. (laughs) But it's also a true internal, social, emotional allowing. Are you going to let yourself stay in that environment? Not just be in it briefly, step into it, hang out there for a little bit, but really allow the fullness of the experience. It doesn't come from an energy of trying to squeeze everything out of it, get your money's worth. Although, again, having skin in the game helps to get past any social awkwardness or previous defaults where you may have run, felt like that's enough. I can't, you know, I don't deserve anymore. I don't need anymore. I've already been extravagant with myself enough, right? But instead just being like, I am good. (laughs) I am here for it. I am going to love on myself. I'm going to let other people love on me. I'm going to love on them as they go by. I am just here in the magnificent feminine energy of receiving and my body's open and my soul's open and my heart's open and I'm here for it, God. Right? Now, after, you know, almost eight hours of this, (laughs) I was ready to complete. I also knew that they were going to close at some point and I kind of wanted to see the sunset before it went down since the view there is extraordinary as a way of spiritually sealing the day. But first, I kind of needed to physically seal the day. And some of you may have heard that a great way to create a physical sense of cleansing after you've maybe been in a negative experience, for sure, but even in a positive one where you kind of want to mark its ending, right? Where you want to not go out. And and for some Christians, they may be weirded out by all of this. But if you look at the science, it's actually, it's there. And if you know, God's the only one who created anything, then in in my mind, it's his design. But there's this, this like porousness that can happen when you've had a very um, physically or spiritually transcendent experience, if you then throw yourself back out into the helter skelter of the real world, right? So there's can be something beautifully honoring about kind of closing that time, sealing it, thanking God for it, being complete with it, and then re-entering the hustle energy of the outside world okay so a beautiful way to do that is through a shower unfortunately they had these magnificent you know not just rain head showers whatever they're called but you know faucets coming out of the walls all over the place it was beautiful right so I went in and just thought okay I've got false eyelashes on if I wash my hair they're going to come off (laughs) but in the nature of truly receiving 
And of course, I was prepared. I brought my makeup bag and all the things, although I didn't actually choose to reapply any makeup afterward. I just received it, right? If you've ever stood under one of those shower heads with your hands in the sky and your face up to it like you're under a waterfall, I mean, it is, it is yet another very physically embodied but spiritually received experience of receiving. So if that's something that you can do, most spas, even if they don't have every single steam room or sauna known to man, they have showers. And so allowing yourself to really use all of their facilities and seal out your day and wash your hair and, and whatever's, you know, feels good to you and that you have time for. But that was how I chose to close. And as I did it, again, just reflecting on the identity that I had just identified, accepted, received, and now processing what that was going to mean in the way I lived differently and the behaviors that were going to need to change and the habits and the defaults, not getting into any stress or hustle or planning energy yet, just letting it percolate that this was who I had now decided to allow myself to become. Okay? So that wrapped up the day, dried my hair, blew it out, got dressed again, took my time, thanked the staff, all of the things that felt like the time and the space there was fully honored. And then, of course, the spa's got a stunning location, walked along the beach, to seal it spiritually, just looking at the sun setting over the waves, it's like just, it's breathtaking. It's absolutely breathtaking. And allowing, yes, the day to be full, the point I want you to receive here is I didn't pull any punches, like that's all I need. That's all I deserve. That's enough, right? If you have anyone in your life who has remained in the martyr energy, the martyr archetype of a woman, you may have voices in your head from mothers or sisters or coworkers or bosses who are like, haven't you done enough? Hasn't your day been, I mean, my gosh, you've just been spoiling yourself all day and now you want to walk along the sunset? Like, you know, can't we just, can we move on? There are things to do, right? So watching out for that kind of mental chatter and allowing yourself to continue the experience in any way you choose. Now, finally, I was hungry, <laughs> okay? So in alignment with taking care of my body so that I didn't get hangry and block off my spirit that way, I went and found dinner, right? And still sat there and, and was in the lobby and there's red roses everywhere right now for Valentine's Day. So just allowing the fullness of the experience and then is when I started to practically journal around what it was going to look like for me to step into this identity, what boundaries needed to be set, what needed to change, what old defaults I expected and how I was going to sidestep them so I didn't fall back into them, etc. right? So you can see how it's like the re-entering the world energy. You know, you shower, you get dressed. I like to re-enter the world softly by doing something like a walk along the beach or you can walk through a park or you can sit in a beautiful nook in a nearby lobby with a cup of tea. So I'm technically back in the world, but I'm still very much in a soft energy. And then finally, I'm like recalibrating and I'm back in the natural tempo of people moving around doing things, okay? So that's the arc of the day, starting with a marker to your body, to your soul that you are here to receive and to check out <laughs> from the hustle of the world, and then allowing yourself to stay in that, to have heights of physical and spiritual transcendent experiences through moments of isolation and intense sensory intake, without notifications on your phone bothering you, and then to slowly, beautifully seal, wrap, consecrate that energy, and elegantly re-enter the world, okay? That, my friends, is how it's done. Now, because I'm very disciplined with my phone, I was able to take little pictures and videos, not just of the space, but of myself in the space, okay? So that as I look back, and as you do the same if you choose to do this, you did that. Okay? I mean, people are all, oh, they're always taking pictures, they're always selfies. Yes! <laughs> to anchor in the fact that you were there. You allowed that experience. You were in that environment. You said yes to that. You had that moment, that breakthrough, that, that aha, that next level. And every time you revisit those, it's almost like remembering, oh, yes, I'm not the same me anymore. I am at a new level. I went through a metamorphosis in this incredible sensory environment, isolated, beautiful, nurturing, womb-like. And when you look back at the pictures you took, at the mementos perhaps you kept, 
then it's like transporting you back to the remembrance of you are a next level version of yourself now. You just rebirthed yourself. So do you guys see how that is a very, 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 very different experience than everybody's on their phone and what color are you getting your nails done? And then Harry told Sally and like that kind of spa day experience. This is how do I use this to get as close as possible to God to hear whatever message I most need to hear right now and use this as a catapult into my spiritual and very possibly most likely, therefore now realigned in the physical next level of myself, right? So to return to the fact that I felt aligned and called, (laughs) if you can say that for a spa day, which you can, to do this at this particular time, I happened to have the breakthrough that I didn't even know I was requiring to allow myself to break through certain levels of fatigue and of overburdened schedule that have been coming up that will allow me to experience the next month, two months even, in a completely different headspace and from a different matrix of decision making than I would have otherwise. And it's going to lead to much more love, much more success, much more peace, much greater health, much greater happiness. So was it worth it? Absolutely. And the literal financial ROI I will have on allowing myself to have that experience will be tenfold, twentyfold at least. The ROI on allowing myself to open to love after showing myself such extravagant love will be 100fold no doubt. And I knew that I needed it for that. So I invite you to consider allowing yourself to treat yourself, even if it's just to a simple pedicure at your local salon, but bringing your own earbuds and putting in peaceful music or a very calm podcast and journaling instead of checking all of the phone notifications or catching up on social media makes it a transcendent experience that allows you to leave at a next level rather than leaving with painted toes and in the same headspace that you walked in as, maybe even feeling a little less than or overwhelmed based on whatever you were doing on your phone, right? So I invite you to allow yourself to experience something like this, and I hope that this intense and detailed description of how to prepare before to choose the treatments well, to organize them in an order that allows you to open what to say yes to, what to say no to, what to ensure that you can experience if you are able to, and then how to close out such a beautiful day and anchor in the transformations that happened there has been helpful. And if it has, I would love to hear your comments. I would love to see you tag me in the pictures of any spa days you happen to allow yourself to experience. And I hope that you receive that this is worthy of you that you are worthy of this and that every time you choose to from a space of gratitude not entitlement but just deep love of yourself and love of life embrace an experience like this it will take you to a next level which will allow you to serve everyone you're called to serve in your life at a much higher level as well Today's episode is brought to you by The Bombshell Manifesto. The Bombshell Manifesto is a two-time number one best-selling book, and it's where I really teach the philosophy of the biblical bombshell. After spending years in ministry and now more years running my life coaching business, I see so many young women and even women well into their lives just floundering and kind of flopping around in some of the essential areas of God-created femininity, such as their relationship with God, their relationship with their bodies, their relationship with men, with sex, with beauty, with their finances. And I just don't think we have time for that. I think that we are called to do such big things for God while we're here. We've got to get these areas under control, locked on, so we can move forward toward our exciting assignments and massive callings in life. So in this book, I really give you the behind the scenes of my personal journey, struggling with what God was calling me to be as a woman going back and forth around the over-sexualized ideas of femininity or the completely asexual versions we often see in the church where we're not supposed to talk about that tough stuff. I lead you through the research and the history around the concept of a bombshell, a few personal visions and ideas I have around it, 
and then the scripture that God puts in front of us as how he wants us to understand the important role we play as women. Do you know that a woman was the way that the Savior came into the world and was the first evangelist of his resurrection and then ascension? This is a big deal, ladies. So hop over to bombshellmanifesto.com. Now you can find this book on Amazon, but if you go through bombshellmanifesto.com, I've got a couple extra fun free bonuses and ways that you can actually get free trainings and audios that take this whole concept deeper. We walk through the 12 pillars of a biblical bombshell, addressing tough areas of life like opening to vulnerability and intimacy, understanding beauty and God's calling for it, getting deeper into our confidence and our security, committing to a relationship with God that blows our minds and more. What I see so much from women and hear from them, and quite frankly, I hear it from men who are looking for a woman to marry or they want their wife to come alive in the way they know that she can, is that there's some kind of tapped in femininity that is out there that is possible, but that's incredibly difficult to find. Women long to be it, men long to find it, and this is the calling we have as women. This is what we're able and even asked to step into, required, I would say, to step into, to live out everything God has for us. But I see so many women who are stuck in mediocrity and are told that that kind of complacency is contentment and that's where they should stay and they should just be happy with it and, you know, that's life. I don't think that's what God's asking. I don't think that's what we're here to do. And I don't think we have any more time to waste. So join me over at bombshellmanifesto.com. Let's light this thing on fire. Let's get out into the world and do what we're supposed to do. Do what we can do. Be fully who God has called us to be. The bottom line is this. The entire world is obsessed with women, and they should be. That's the way it's designed. We are the ones who continue life, who continue the human race. We are always going to be attracting people's attention. We are always going to be shaping human beings, shaping culture, and pointing people towards something. The question is, what are we pointing them toward? Have we completely released and activated every area of our God-designed femininity to do those things well? I hope you'll join me. I think there's no more important calling on this earth as a woman than to live out her full God-given design and to use it to point people to Him. So let's get this thing started. Let's set ourselves free. Let's set our families free. And let's light the world ablaze with the truth that is only in the gospel. I'll see you at bombshellmanifesto.com.